Hey, I wanted to jump in here and let you know that we have an introductory pricing going on right now up until May 18th. And what this is, is I have taken my courses and combine them all into a move better bundle. So you're going to be working on your feet, you're going to be working on your posture, and you're going to be working on your core, pelvic floor, all of those things. And you can save big. Right now, I am selling this for 50% off. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com. Click on the Work With Me link. It is the Moving Through Midlife program, your Move Better bundle, where you can start working on feeling better in your body. You also then get access to workouts, recipe guides, live sessions with me, and live classes with me throughout the month. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com, click on the Move With Me link, enter intro, and that will give you 50% off. I'm looking forward to it. Hi, ladies. I wanted to jump in here, and this is going to be kind of out of the norm for me, but I want to give you a quick update. Um, I feel like I'm in a space that I'm able to kind of share what's going on. And um, you are going to hear me mention something in Monday's episode. So I wanted to make sure that I shared with you up front um, why I've been sporadic with these episodes the past couple of months. So for me to tell the story, I really have to start at my daughter's birth. Um, My daughter was born uh, through C-section, just like my boys were. Everything appeared to be normal. When we went to leave, and I'm I'm giving you a quick, I'm trying to give you a quick version. Um, When we went to leave, you know how the doctor comes in to look at them and you know, say that they're healthy and they're able to go home. He did. Um, She was making sucking noises when he was there. He continued to kind of watch her. And that's when I kind of spilled out everything that I had been noticing. There were some things that I had been noticing, some feelings that I was getting. Something wasn't right. Um, she was sneezing a lot. She was making sucking noises a lot. And she just had this blank look where I didn't feel like I was connecting to her. Um, he then said, your daughter's having seizures. Uh, we need to find out why. And they whisked her off to the NICU. Um, what they determined was my daughter had suffered a stroke at birth in utero. They weren't exactly sure when. Within 48 hours, they ran all sorts of tests. They could not find out why. We still, to this day, have no clue as to why she suffered a stroke. And that's okay. We don't need to know. Um, What we did, uh, what they did do is she was continuing to have seizures. 
So they put her on phenobarbital, which is a pretty intense drug. Um, prior to leaving, they flipped her to Keppra so that she could be on Keppra um, until, you know, they decided otherwise. So we brought her home and life went about as, as it would with a newborn. Um, we did have occupational therapy and physical therapy. We determined that occupational therapy really wasn't necessary because she was so little. We continued with physical therapy the first two years of her life to make sure, actually it was maybe not even two years. It was up through her walking. So I'm, that was probably 14, 15 months, I think, that they were in the home. That so, um, Sophia was in the home. She was amazing. And she, you know, kept an eye on her. We also had a neurologist. Uh, he was like my angel. He truly was when he walked in. He had this long, not long, long, but long flowing hair. He had this beautiful smile. I will admit that I was drugged up during that time. Um, but he came in and I thought, oh my goodness, this is my guardian angel uh, when, when I was in the hospital. But we continued to work with him. We took my daughter off seizure medicine at nine months. They, he determined, or he felt like the seizures had to do with the stroke and that, you know, she was fine. We continued on with him the first three years of her life. She showed, thankfully, zero signs of anything like she could run, she could walk. I, I can see minor things. You know, when she runs, her left arm is a little tucked in more than her right. There's little things that I notice. Um, but honestly, the stronger she gets, the older she gets, the less I see. And it's only honestly if I'm looking for it, but don't we all have a dominant side? So he left her, you know, he decided to that we were done after three years old and life went about normal. We had a normal little girl and we still have a normal little girl. Um, November 8th, my world was a little shook. Um, sorry, this is a little emotional for me. Uh, I got a call from the school saying that my daughter had suffered a seizure. Um, I had to run, you know, I had to go to the school Paramedics were there, and they took her to the uh, emergency room. Uh, unfortunately, and fortunately, I'm not sure which, because of her past experience, she was identified as um, having seizures. Like, she had a seizure disorder. and. Um, they didn't really give us much information at the hospital. Just kind of like, okay, we're getting you back on Keppra and you can go home. So we didn't do MRIs. We didn't do EEGs. We didn't do anything. Um, good thing was the neurologist, our neurologist, he took us back under his wing and said, yes, I will re, she's, she's mine again. I will take her under. So that may have 
helped in some way to where we didn't have to stay at the doctor's or at the hospital for an extended period of time. They were able to get her on medicine very quickly and just get her, you know, so we could get be in the comfort of our, of our home. The unfortunate side of it is now we are labeled as a seizure disorder and now we sit and wait. Um, and that's where it became difficult. Um, we were not scheduled until the end of December to find out what was going on. Had no information. They assumed because she had seizures, I knew what I was doing. I had no clue. I had never, my, my daughter did not have seizures except for what she had when I was in the hospital when she was two days old. You know, I never saw anything after that. And I had never exp experienced one for myself, you know, seeing one or anything. So uh, she goes home. She's on the Kepra. Things are good, leveling off. Life is a little nerve wracking, but to be expected in a situation like this. Uh, November 28th, my daughter was at dance. I get a phone call. I was thankfully right around the corner. And they said, your daughter is telling us she's dizzy and she's acting strange. So I immediately rush over and um, proceeded to see her go into a seizure. Uh, if you have ever experienced this, you know exactly what I'm feeling right now. It is very traumatic to watch anyone have a seizure. It's extremely traumatic to see a loved one have a seizure. So... Um, hold on. Because I did not know what to do, um, EMS was called, which they should have been called. That was great. Wonderful. Um, you know, 911, they were told us exactly what to do. And, um, I had her taken to the hospital again because I didn't know, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, thankfully, that second time, we were immediately then sent to be seen by someone within the neurology office. And two days later, we were, my daughter was diagnosed with epilepsy um, and felt that it has to do with puberty and the stroke. So, you know, as puberty hormones come about, for any of you who have children, um, the children are more susceptible to seizures when hormones begin, when puberty occurs. My daughter was way more susceptible because of the stroke in the brain. Not information that was given to me. You know, it doesn't matter. Would that have been something I sat and worried about for 11 years? Who knows? You know, it's like, that doesn't really matter. Ultimately, you know, she was diagnosed with epilepsy, and we move forward. Um, all is well. Uh, she's a healthy and happy child. She tells me constantly, like, they said for you to let me live life like normal, let me live life like normal. And I do, but I'm, I'm always near now. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I needed some time to process, which is why things have been sporadic for me. Um, I am hoping to get back into a regular regimen with 
um, the podcast for those of you who have been sticking with me through some of the, I don't want to say chaos, but you know, the quietness that has occurred. Um, I cannot at this point guarantee that I will be on twice a week. Uh, is it my goal? Most definitely. Um, but it's life. I'm a mom and I'm a mom with a daughter with um, some medical things that we need to take care of. And I'm not sure when that shoe might drop. And I want to be available if it does. So I wanted you to have the update. Um, I do have someone coming on on the 19th for biofeedback. Amazingly enough, I this we had scheduled this prior to anything happening with my daughter. So I almost felt as if it was kismet for me to be able to learn from her and um, gather some information, which was very, very interesting. And I just felt like you should know, since you will hear me mention it on the 19th, and I know some of my listeners are some of my dear friends that I don't communicate every day with, so you may not know what is going on right now. So I just wanted to let you all know that life is okay, we are okay, we are good, um, and we are getting ready for the holidays. So. Thank you all for listening and caring, and um, things are going to get back to normal very soon. Just know that the week of the 26th, we will not have any podcast dropping. So the 19th, we will drop, and then we will be back on in January. I do wish you all a very happy holidays, and I'm looking forward to the new year with you. Mm-hmm.